Welcome back one and all to the latest edition of the podcast. It's yet been another week of mad frenzy at Everton Football Club, plus a Forest game to contend with on Saturday, and that's to look forward to. It's all coming up on this edition of the Goodness and Blues podcast. Stay tuned. So welcome to episode 180, almost at the 200 mark of the Goodness and Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. Ash here as usual and we will start off with the striker situation at the club. The move, you know, these, you know, to get these players in, the more I think about it, the more I get annoyed. Even if Calvert-Lewin was fit and playing, once Richardson was sold, it's clear another striker should have been sought out and brought in a lot sooner. We are now approaching the third game of the season and we are no further in on a replacement. But a replacement of quality as well. And with Delhi Ali, now seen as going to Besiktas, and uh, whether that's on loan or a permanent deal remains to be seen, I'd say it's more of a permanent deal to make sure we don't hit that 20 game mark that we have to pay uh, Spurs 40 million. Spurs must be really, really happy with us at the moment. Anyway, it will be another, I suppose, forward player leaving the club. And to be honest, look at some of the names we've been linked with. The likes of Ismail Assar, Neil Mopé, Armando Brogia, Ben Diaz. Now, the last one I have to say I'm very unfamiliar with. The other three don't really light any fires for me. Don't know about you guys, but we need something, not just, just to throw money away like we've done before. Brogia, as we understand, apparently is very keen on the Everton move, if you believe the stories. But with the Gordon saga uh, raging on, maybe these two deals might be collaborating and becoming to one big deal. Time will tell, but now most likely going into the Forest game, we're going to have no striker unless we start Rondon. And it's just ever closer a feeling of another club failure uh, to, to not sort out these positions. On the Gordon front, um, they want to structure a deal. Well, yeah, sorry. Um, apparently Chelsea want to structure a deal that would also include uh, midfielder Billy Gilmore and their striker Batsuai. Well, as some say 45 million snapped Chelsea's hand off. I say 50 million plus the two of them. Then maybe they, we might even start to having a bit of a conversation about it. The other interesting one actually is um, Batsuai. It might work at everything. Some might say he's past it or he just doesn't have it anymore. He has been a talent in his younger days. And for whatever reason, it hasn't just happened for him at Chelsea. At 28 years of age, this could be his big last moment for him to shine. Could it work at Everton? Well, at six foot one, definitely a focal point for the likes of our wingers to be able to aim for him in the box. So if a package like that could come along, I probably, as I said, I'd bite the hand off Chelsea. The likes of Mope, he doesn't really like the Brighton world of likes, does he? Um, that's, so that's a no for me. There's also been quite a few links with uh, former United winger and uh, Adnan Yanazai. Again, years back, was promising when he was at Manchester United and he was moved on. So I'm just not sure if he will be a fit for Everton. In any case, we need strikers. Some will say any in is better than none. But um, if these come in on a permanent deal... And it doesn't work out. We're going to be lumbered with them. And it's more money just wasted down the drain. Apart from Brogia. The others don't. Don't cry to have. 
I don't seem to have any clubs chasing after as well. I think Osbroja was targeted by Newcastle and West Ham for a while. Then there's the, the, this chap from Blackburn, uh, Ben Diaz. Um, as I said at the, at the, at the outset, I don't know anything of him. But 22 goals in the championship last season is pretty much nothing to be sneezed at. I think he was the third highest in the league all overall. So 23, he's also a very good age. The question, of course, will always be is, can that kind of form be transferred into the Premier League? This one, maybe I could get behind if the deal was right. Um, what I do understand is Nice did offer around 10 million for him. And I believe Blackburn said, no thanks. So it'd be interesting to know how much it would cost to prize him away from Ewood Park. Um, then yesterday evening, strange possible outgoing. That's Asmir Begovic, who it seems is wanted by Manchester United. For me, regardless of the money, it's a no-no. I know he's 35. Um, they want him as a number two. But the fact is, I think we have enough to battle with than having the hassle of trying to already get another number two for us um, I think he's in a, a decent number two as well so why change that uh, the situation basically is we, our main priority is uh, strikers and then midfield secondary to that so that leads on to Idris Gay. and what's the scenario there what's happened there uh, is this deal dead in the water so again when it comes to this deal and one is it still on is it all given up because we signed Nonana and if it is still on, what is the hold up on it? It would have been nice to have this deal boxed off so he can go straight into the side for the Forest game. Now, one thing that was brought up by one of our members, uh, Brian, was about Alex Awobi. Brian said often in the past we have been giving him a hard time. And Brian is spot on. We, the fans from all around the world, have been on his back in the past because he was in previous performances he was absolutely woeful we didn't want him in the side we wanted him sold as quickly as possible but i think we can all put our hands up and say that since frank has come in that there has been some sort of a spark and his work ethic is up there with with, with very good performances and it's really sparked him into life regardless where he plays in the side so wherever he has been the playboy frank he's really taken it on there we say currently his name can almost be nearly first on the, on the, the team sheet at the moment. So Brian, you have hit the nail on the head there and he really does deserve the praise. And uh, it'd be interesting to see with Onana being there, whether he'll play Davies or he'll play Gomez or you know if we can get Adrissagana gay in, what will happen in that, in, in that respect. So anyway guys, that's... Uh, that's it for this part of the podcast. I'll be back in just a moment with the match preview to the Forest, the Forest game. So stay tuned. So welcome back to the podcast, guys. And it's now match preview time. Saturday, 3 o'clock, kickoff at Goodison Park. We take on newly promoted Nottingham Forest as they have done not so bad since they have returned to the Premier League. One draw. No, yeah, one win and a loss since they've come back. And it's nice to see them back in the Premier League. It's hopefully not so nice by the end of the game on Saturday. Am I confident for this game? No, I'm absolutely quite nervy. As I said, I was really, really hopeful that we were going to take we were going to able to do the job on Villa last week, but I'm, my confidence has really gone out the window here with this game. You know, when you think about it, Gordon has his head been turned now wanting to leave the club. Can he put in a performance or will he want to 
put in a performance. McNeil, if he gets to start this game as well, he's got to improve. And whoever starts in midfield has got to help out Alex Awobi. And of course, who's going to get the goals for Everton? Frank has tried to build something, but injuries have destroyed that time and time again. So he has to keep on shuffling the pack, as they say. The bottom line is, guys, if we have no points, we sorry, we have no points so far, we're already playing catch-up, and the longer it goes on like this, the sooner the sour taste is going to return back within the fan base. So with positives that the back line is looking more solid, it now means that we have to turn the attention to the other end of the pitch big time. We have not looked at all like scoring in, in the final third, except against Villa, during the corner kicks, I said that in the, in the, the match uh, reaction to the Villa game. It's like, get corners, we could possibly get goals. The big plus is Onana um, is available and I will let him start this game. His short cameo against Villa was enough to get the fans excited and this match could be perfect for him. For me, Rondon has to start this game and I hope that he can assist so we are not chasing the game for the last 20 minutes. There is a midfield selection to think of as well because the core is out. So focal point, very, very important for me. And that means Gordon can be out on the left or the right with uh, the other side with, with uh, Gray and then crosses into the box. They've got to be on target. Get to the head of Rondon. Get to the head of anyone who's in that box. It may be early, but we just can't have another defeat. Our fortunes must change and... Everything, even though we've become this tighter unit all over the pitch, if the likes of Delhi or Gordon both are omitted from this side, then you can pretty much know that further outgoings are in, imminent. Another defeat, and Frank will start feeling the heat. We have made chances for ourselves late on in the Villa game, so we need to create them early and bloody well take them. Forrest, as I said, had a narrow win over West Ham, so this won't be an easy, easy task. So what's my lineup for this game tomorrow? Well, Pickford and goal, say no more. And I'm going with a back four. Uh, more likely we're going to do a back three with the two wingbacks pushing up. But I will go with a back four. Patterson, Cody, Tarkovsky and Mikulenko. And then a midfield trio of Davies, Onana right in that centre and Awobi out on the left-hand side. And obviously Davies... He was brilliant for me against Villa when he came on, especially defensively. And hopefully he'll do that again, but just add some forward play into his game. A forward three then of Gordon, Rondon up top and Gray coming in on the left-hand side. So Onana, let's hope he just bosses that midfield and the two wingers um, that they get those chances in for Rondon or themselves. He may not last those 90 minutes, but hoping then by the time he does get tired that the job is done, but then he can come off and then he can bring on or he can change things. Um, because lads, we need the points. I am fair in this game, but I feel it's a game that we must win. Um, so I'm going to go with a tight, a very tight 1-0 win. Um, nervy, tight, but hopefully our first points of the season. 3 o'clock kickoff, guys. Drop into Mahers for the game, of course. New members welcome on the day. Sign up, she may as well. It's free to join. Why wouldn't you? Uh, get your deals get, don't forget your lanyards for the members that are there regularly um, yeah I'm going to 1-0 we've, we've got to start picking up points in a few more games we have the, the dreaded derby um, 
fair enough, they're not in great shakes either, but they're off at least with points on the board where we have nothing. I'm just have this fear of going into the derby with still being on no points. That is just a horrible, horrible thought that's creeping into my head. Um, and just something I don't think any fan wants wants to happen. So guys, yes, that's it. I'm going to go with a 1-0. And I'll go with... I actually go with Rondon getting the goal. And maybe ease our fears um, strictly. Because I think, I think before 12 midday on Friday, we would have to have players in to have them registered in time to be able to play with the game tomorrow. So I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's near enough the starting lineup are going to have it because with the Correa, I think it's going to be Davies, Onana, and Awobi. Uh, hopefully, Awobi will have another stormer of a game. Davies, hopefully, he'll help out with defence. Uh, Tarkovsky and Cody, they weren't bad against Villa, just some of their passes towards our players were quite hit ferociously, which meant that we ended up losing the ball. So let's be, be more cautious with our, our passing. And something we can get, from, hopefully we can get from this game. Um, not going to be easy, as I said. But guys, we really do need these three points. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Spread the word about the podcast. Hope you have enjoyed. I will be back, of course, during the weekend with a match reaction. Until then, guys, stay blue and up the toppies. Everton.